Welcome to the Hear Me Out podcast. Thank you for tuning in to episode 13 of the show. Today we're joined by Vince, the founder of Clementine. Clementine is a technology software company which produces hearing screening and hearing programs for audiology and audiologists and audiology clinics. Um, he joins us here today for the second time because unfortunately our live stream didn't go very well the last time. <laughs> so happens. <laughs> so once again, thank you so much, Vince, for joining us today. You're welcome, Mark. I'm glad to be uh, on your podcast today. Wonderful. I just love to. I'm curious. How did you get into this industry, and how do you get into servicing audiologists? What was your first encounter with an audiologist? Um, so my first encounter was actually via uh, via Clementine, um, via this company. So um, I get I got into this industry. Uh, via a totally um, a different company. So speaking for myself, um, I'm uh, 30 years old, living in the Netherlands, and I'd say I'm an entrepreneur by heart and an IT guy at skill. Um, and uh, what gets me enthusiastic is uh, solving problems. Mm. So with my first uh, company, which I w started together with my brother, sorry, when I was uh, 16 years old, uh, we were uh, providing technical equipment uh, to events. We actually still are. The company still exists. And uh, what we saw there was that uh, there is many people uh, standing in front of this wall of sound for a full day or a full night, uh, sometimes even having a beep in their ears afterwards. Uh, without having a clue what kind of damage that can cause to uh, your ears. Um, so we um, um, will, will get to see that there is a huge issue with uh, awareness concerning um, hearing and hearing loss. And um, yeah, we actually started doing some research to hearing loss and then we stumbled upon these, these well for the industry known figures that uh, about half a billion people are suffering from um, hearing loss of whom 80% do not have a solution. Um, so we wanted to come up with a solution to actually you know, bridge the gap between people that are in need of a hearing solution and uh, providers of, of hearing care um, services. Wow, yeah, there's a lot of statistics out there in the audiology industry that people aren't seeking um, audiology help until seven to 10 years after they've actually had a hearing loss. And there's a lot of stigmas exactly, and a lot yeah. of um, issues which come behind that. Yeah, right. And that, that's actually um, uh, the, the big problem that we're seeing. Um, uh, like today in all of the industries, everything is about, everything's going super fast, right? People go online, uh, uh, can buy something in, in just minutes time. Uh, but in the audiology industry, and that's that's actually the problem that we're, that we're solving, uh, people wait for, for, as you mentioned, seven to ten years. So the audiology industry has a has a very long sales cycle. Yeah, which is um, really funny. And... I just realized um, the consumers take a long time to change, but so do the companies in <laughs> in the audiology industry. If there's exactly yeah that... yeah the technology shifts quite slowly as like a whole, but yeah that's that's yeah really funny. true and. And that's what we're trying to, to help the industry with. So we know that uh, if, if people uh, take an initial hearing check, they might not 
um, immediately schedule an appointment and, that, and that's also what we see in our data obviously um, uh, so we're helping the industry to actually uh, stay in touch with people uh, as of the first moment that you digitally interact with them yeah. and guide them towards a solution awesome so or towards the first appointment yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so you, we were talking about your solutions what kind of technology solutions do you provide for audiologists and audiology clinics so um, what we what we started with um, was a kiosk. So that's basically um, uh, you notice know, this, this standalone unassisted uh, device that can be installed in um, in pharmacies and optic stores, in 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 libraries. Uh, people where the target audience is present that uh, uh, is not yet visiting uh, an audiology practice. Mm. And um, yeah, with, with this kiosk, we, we had obviously seen that it was very successful. I mean, people uh, are apparently willing to take a hearing check on a public uh, place. Mm. And in addition to that, um, uh, they're actually um, willing to act on that, right? They're actually willing to schedule an appointment afterwards. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's what we've been seeing. Um, and then... Um, after starting with the kiosk, we asked ourselves, like, okay, what would the results be if, if we would allow people to take a hearing check anywhere, anytime? So that's why we came up with um, a web screening that audiology practices can uh, add to their website to, uh, you know, in their look and feel, um, uh, brand it with their name, mm. provide people with an online hearing check so that everyone can take a hearing check from home. Yeah, absolutely. So you're introducing people to the... Um, to hearing loss and hearing prevention and the whole world of audiology much earlier than than usually they would exactly yeah 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 so it starts with helping them with awareness um, uh, and then digitally guiding them towards the first appointment with uh, with the practice wonderful um, so we were discussing last time that you are also currently having a free trial during this time of COVID-19. I know a lot of businesses and a lot of um, audiology clinics in particular are having trouble getting new customers in because our target demographic is definitely much older and much more susceptible to um, falling sick and catching viruses. Yeah, um, yeah can you tell us They're... more about that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so they're 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 obviously very vulnerable. So I think that um, uh, we already in an early stage when the pandemic started um, um, to spread uh, across the world, um, we saw that audiology practices started to cancel appointment or even even uh, shut uh, their practices, uh, which I think is very wise because we work with a vulnerable audience. But at the same time. Um, uh, that doesn't come without uh, financial consequences. And that's actually the same uh, for us. Um, um, we're, we're a tech startup. Uh, we're, um, um, yeah, how can you say that? Uh, we're a highly capital in intensive company. Mm. And um, uh, because we need capital, because we, we always invest first, right? Yeah. Um, we, we were actually in the middle of, a funding round of a new funding round which was supposed to be closed by summer so then if a, if a pan pandemic like this happens that that basically is the worst timing ever Absolutely. for us and money's it's never up. a good nobody yeah, wants money's to invest. Up, so. nobody wants to uh, to put money anywhere 
Yeah. Yeah. You, you, they, they well, investors just know that there's that there is a bigger, bigger risk involved now. Uh, and um, yeah, like we were obviously growing, we were building the company, and uh, we were growing in revenue and a team, and then all of a sudden, revenue drops, and you need to start managing your cash flow in a, in a totally different way. Um, so that um, uh, for us obviously was a was was um, a huge sign. Like, okay, what do we do now? Mm. Um, but uh, that was also obviously triggered by um, uh, practices who, um, um, you know, have been hit by the pandemic, and uh, that made us uh, think like, what can we do to actually help these practices? Um, right? Because um, uh, during the pandemic, business as usual is is doesn't exist or it's totally different. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Curie um, Review just recently, well, today, they just released a survey, the results of a survey for audiologists, and it says only 20% of audiology clinics around the world are keeping the doors open like normal. With yeah, so that's... Uh, over that's, 70% having to close or having to scale back their days and appointments or closing yeah, for a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's ridiculous, right? I mean, no one no one saw this, no one really saw this coming, and um, that's that's obviously um, uh, horrible for the practices itself. But it's also it also means that people don't have access to to hearing care. Um, so we uh, thought, like, what can we do to help practices? And we have this this web screener for audiology practices for their websites. Uh, this 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 period shows us that online presence is more ever uh, more important. Sorry than ever yeah. before. Um, so we thought like um, uh, this is this is the point in time where we should um, uh, really start helping practices in a totally different way. We know that they have financial struggles now. So we came up with a ba basic version of the uh, web screening for their websites that we are giving away for free now so that they can uh, stay in touch with their communities online, provide screenings, perhaps provide a phone consultation in addition to that uh, and work towards an appointment for after uh, the pandemic fades away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what kind of companies have you worked with before? Um, who have adopted um, this the screening? Because I, I guess around the world, there's a lot of smaller clinics, independent clinics from like one to five clinics to whole chains of hundreds of stores. Yeah, true. So um, we mostly work for independents, and these are independents with, for example, only one or two stores, or um, uh, it goes up to, let's say, about 100 yep. stores. Um, so that, that's, that's what, what we, um, uh, what's our target audience, uh, our target uh, customers. Um, but also, like you've already mentioned that online, uh, we, for example, um, uh, in some countries work together with uh, Sonova, where they distribute our uh, solutions to their uh, independent uh, practices, to, to their independent clinics or customers. Um, so it's, um, yeah, it's, it's mostly independence. Um, uh, and then we have some partners who uh, also help us to, to serve the, the uh, independence that we don't directly distribute to. Yeah, so you guys have been doing this for about five years. Um, I think that's yep. incredibly useful because you're gathering a lot of data. You're finding out what your clients like, what your clients don't like, what's what kind of solutions work, and what kind of solutions don't work. True. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and that's that's the the great thing about uh, technology these days, right? We can uh, we can really capture. Um, uh, um, 
actually works, what kind of uh, hearing checks people uh, do and do not respond to. Also, like um, as mentioned earlier, um, uh, we're, we're guiding people towards uh, the first appointment with a solution that we call Clementine CRM. So we can actually see what triggers conversion and, and conversion and what doesn't. Um, so that's, that's really helpful to shorten um, the sales cycle that the industry currently have, uh, has. Has there been any interesting um, figures which you, you've seen which have helped shorten that sales cycle? Because seven years is a long time. Um, yeah, so, so one, one of the things um, which, which we actually already saw when we started with the kiosk mm. um, was that um, uh, out of all these, these um, uh, people that take a hearing check, uh, about 20 to 25% um, schedules an appointment. So, um, and these are mostly people. Conversion. 20, yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And there, there's obviously some practices who, um, uh, for for given reasons, have a lower conversion. There are some practices who, for given reasons, have a higher conversion. But on average, um, uh, uh, we're seeing it's about 20 to 25 percent. So um, uh, that also means, and these are then people that um, um, qualify for hearing aid mostly. Um, but there's also um, uh, the other 75% mm. of people who are in their first seven years of hearing loss, mostly, um, who uh, are not ready to go for uh, a hearing aid yet, uh, but we are already capturing them. So that's, that's, that's interesting. So apparently people are already uh, willing to take a hearing check in an earlier stage mm. uh, to, to become aware. So that's, that's um, uh, a really interesting um, uh, figure that we are seeing. Um, that allows us to, um, you know, to start working on the uh, relationship in between those people and their local practice um, uh, to actually guide them to this, this, uh, to this appointment faster. Yeah, absolutely. There's some business statistics which say um, clients who come into the clients who buy a product until they've interacted with a company seven to nine times, and yeah. I guess right. Yeah. Getting clinics. This really helps. Yeah, getting clinics to touch base with them, interact with them more times in a shorter amount of time by sending them emails, sending them um, brochures, sending more them more information about um, hearing health um, can definitely help the shorten that sales cycle as well, which we were talking about last yeah, week. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and uh, you see that there is a lot of. Um, um, Let's call it digital evolution outside of the industry, and also it's 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 starting, but it, it started a bit later than in other industries, I'd say. Um, uh, so there's some some digital evolution going on, uh, and that's how you want to um, uh, build a relationship with these people, right? Because they're used to um, um, it interaction via their phone, for example. Mm. Um, so you, you want to capture them early when they're not ready to visit your practice or your store yet. Uh, and stay in touch with them until the moment until they actually are ready. Talking about that, um, what kind of demographic do you see um, interacting with your booths? Um, is it? We were speaking about last week that you're mainly working in Europe and mainly working in um, that setting where the demographics are quite similar um, across yeah. Europe. Um, yeah, who well, not, do you not see all... um, interacting with the booths and interacting with the online screeners? Because I'd say our 
demographics are 65 and over and sometimes we can assume that they're not very tech savvy but i don't think that's um, the case anymore no right i mean you can see many people in between their uh, 60s and 70s who uh, use an iphone uh, uh, or, or a smartphone let's say <laughs> the way uh, we do it yeah <laughs> um so uh, that, that's what we're also seeing. Um, uh, I must admit, like um, uh, so far, not every um, a customer of us has been capturing um, a DH. That, that's basically a, a decision that, that they can make. So for, for many of the um, uh, users on the profile, uh, we don't exactly know their age. Okay. Uh, but we're obviously in close contact with, um, uh, with the practices. And um, what we're hearing back is that um, uh, most of their customers are, uh, let's say, over 60. Um, but at the same time, especially given the solutions that we're offering, they do see younger people coming mm -hmm. in. Um, so that's good. And, and for us, obviously, the next step is to start capturing everyone's age. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, at the moment, uh, uh, that's still up to the practices to, to decide. Interesting. Um, yeah, what wanted to ask, you were talking about the technology industry is moving really quickly. Um, the audiology and hearing healthcare industry is quite slow. What is there any companies out there um, outside of the hearing healthcare space which you really admire and really um, look to who are scaling really well? I know people are using the general Google or... Amazon or things like that. Is there anything you look to? Um, good question. There, there actually is not a particular company that um, we're we're following. We obviously have different kinds of technologies, um, and we we are definitely following, uh, for example, online marketing initiatives, which um, uh, are are being done by many companies, and then we are indeed looking at, at the larger companies as well, um, of whom we try to try to learn, right? Try to see what works well and what doesn't work well. Um, uh, but there's not one particular company that we're actively looking at. Uh, no, we just look at the uh, different industries and different technologies out there, see what works best and try to capture that, um, um, uh, into, well, try to learn from that and um, uh, capture those learnings into Clementine to come up with a tailored solution for uh, the audiology industry. Awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. that's wonderful. Um, and that's like, for for example, looking at, at um, uh, what we're doing today uh, uh, during this pandemic, um, um, there is obviously many companies who are offering um, uh, sort of two things we're doing, but we'll, we'll get to that in a yeah. bit. Uh, but looking at the web screener, there is other companies and that, that's really known who are offering a free trial. Um, and um, uh, that's obviously something that uh, triggered us. Uh, okay. And we also thought about it, like, should we offer a free trial? And then we were like, okay, we should just for the duration of the pandemic come up with a free version, no strings attached, yep. and then um, uh, we'll take it from, from there afterwards. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, you obviously do look at other uh, tech companies to see um, uh, what they do for their customers to come up with something that, from our perspective, works for the allergy industry and is of help to the practices. Yeah, absolutely. I think us as audiologists are very good at what we do. We're very good at doing the clinical side and doing a bit of the business side, but having an external company 
helping us with all the data collection and the CRMs and with um, the technology behind the screen is really helpful. Yeah, I, I think so. And that's what we're, what we're uh, getting back from our customers as well and from the market in general. Um, uh, like audiology practices are um, uh, obviously doing very well at serving people with their hearing loss, but that doesn't necessarily mean that especially the independents um, um, are on top of, of their marketing or on top of their digital strategy. Um, which means that, as mentioned earlier, like 75% of the people um, um, uh, does not immediately uh, schedule an appointment, which is okay because out of these uh, first 25%, um, um, uh, that's mostly enough to, to um, uh, you know, schedule appointments in the short term. Um, but um, these other 75%, you want to keep them connected. And if you're running your own practice, you basically don't have time to follow up on these people and to you know start interacting uh, with them build your relationship and maintain contact until the first uh, appointment so we we uh, for that reason provide a digital digital solution uh, to do that for them in a personalized way what what kind of solutions do you provide on the back end once you've uh, made contact with uh, with a, a customer and do you do like email marketing and all of that for them yeah uh, yeah, exactly. So um, it's it's uh, email marketing, for example, but it's actually the platform that does it. So we can set up the platform in a way that this this communication, this this interaction, goes exactly how um, the practice wants to communicate with their customers, uh, and then the platform automates it. And uh, we're now looking into AI to see how uh, the platform can learn from all the interactions on the platform to actually start advising the practices on how to optimize, for example. Yeah. Um, and yeah, what we feel important is that um, uh, it's, it's based on people's individual hearing profile because no one wants to receive spam, um, uh, right? That's, that's not the kind of uh, messages that people uh, in general read. Uh, so we make sure that um, it's, it's um, uh, tailored um, and automated so that the practice uh, does not uh, need to uh, actively be involved with that. Cool. So you take the the voice and the message behind the clinician who's running the clinic, and you um, condense that into a package which works for different age groups and different um, different hearing losses, and then you package it up and send that back to the customer. Is that exactly? Yeah. 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 And so, so based on those, uh, based on those packages, there is um, advices that the platform starts sending out of the name of, of the practice. And um, uh, yeah, we feel it's important um, uh, that the practice is fully fully in charge there. Uh, so we set that up for the practice um, um, according to like fully according to how they like to communicate. Awesome, that's really cool. Um, yeah, from what you mentioned before, yeah, audiologists don't always have the time to to do that i guess the bigger brands and the bigger um chains have the marketing marketing they have a team doing that yeah the yeah um the hr staff but, the pr teams but with smaller exactly, ones it's yeah, yeah. quite hard 
Yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah. So they, they basically don't have time and, and uh, often don't uh, have all the expertise or they do have expertise, but, you know, developments are going uh, very quickly. Um, uh, so that's what we're, we're helping them with, with, uh, with the Clementine platform. Awesome. Um, so the reason why we came and spoke today was you guys are currently launching a new product um, called the Clementine Home for those out there who didn't see the live stream before. It's a package which helps enable tele, I mean, helps enable audiology clinics and audiologists to serve their customers in this time of the COVID-19 outbreak um, through telehealth and teleaudiology. Can you tell um, the audience a bit more about, about that solution? And where did it come out? Yeah, sure. So um, it came out of, well, um, obviously the pandemic, we saw that um, uh, this, this, this pandemic was, was really affecting uh, all of the practices, uh, well, most of our customers. Um, and uh, so, so we've been sitting together with the team two weeks ago and basically over um, um, uh, 24 hours, we totally shifted our strategy uh, because we wanted to come up with a solution that helps uh, the practices with the struggles that they actually currently have because they, they have uh, clients that they can um, uh, service um, um, with teleaudiology solution, but it's mostly a small percentage of, of their customers, of their clients who actually have um, um, a hearing aid that, that um, uh, allows for teleaudiology. Um, but the biggest issue that they currently have is that they cannot see new clients. Yeah. And um, without seeing new clients, it's 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 almost impossible to to keep your practice financially healthy. Yeah. Um, so over 24 hours, we shifted our strategy into okay, how can we come up with a solution that actually helps them to um, uh, to serve service new clients? So first of all, uh, we came up with the web screening that allows them to um, uh, online um, or digitally stay in touch with their communities, yeah. uh, but that doesn't mean that they uh, can fit a hearing aid yet. Yeah. So we came up with Clementine Home. Uh, so we've been working around the clock for the past two weeks uh, to come up with this um, uh, new solution, which uh, basically is a, um, is a case, is a box yeah. uh, that um, uh, in a basic version uh, includes a calibrated uh, headphone so that um, uh, people can ship this, uh, can ship Clementine Home to clients that they would normally invite for an appointment in their practice yeah. and uh, they can that way remotely do um, uh, a hearing test and it's actually an automated hearing test so so it can be it can work via video consultation uh, but it can also work via um, um, uh, well in a fully automated way so it's it has a very user-friendly app that guides people through uh, this hearing test and um, yeah, that, that's basically the first version that we came up with. And what we're now also adding, for example, is a video otoscope yeah. so that um, uh, clinics or practices can actually remotely uh, check the ear canal, which obviously is also important for uh, practices to do if they start offering um, uh, hearing aids remotely. Yeah, I guess um, going into that, I guess one of the concerns I've been coming up with speaking with a lot of audiologists is that they um, are concerned that there's no bone conduction and they can't really double check that it's a sensory neural loss or whether it's a, um, mm -hmm. a conductive loss since it's just air conduction. Um, yeah. I guess the otoscope right. so helps with one component of that, but 
or what do you think about the other component? So the other, we're obviously, um, uh, so, so we came up with this um, uh, solution yeah. two weeks ago. Uh, and obviously, uh, during times of crisis, it's about uh, getting things done, right? And that's that's what we're doing for, for audiology practices. And we, we're actually already seeing that um, 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 some regulatory bodies are, uh, let's say, loosening their regulations uh, in order to, uh, so that practices can actually stop uh, or continue servicing um, uh, their clients uh, remotely. Uh, when it gets to, to bone for example, uh, conduction, for example, uh, that, that's a question that yep. came up as well. Um, um, because uh, uh, that's obviously important when you do a hearing aid intake. Uh, and we're looking into that as we speak because we const constantly want to improve the solution. Uh, so, uh, so two weeks ago, we um, uh, haven't had uh, uh, a video otoscope solution and and now we actually have it um, so we're we're in a very fast pace uh, coming up with a solution that that provides um, uh, all the technology that that practices need at a uh, at a high standard at a high quality um, and bone conduction is, is one of them which which is on the on yeah. the roadmap um, but it's, it's not there yet and and what we're seeing is that at the moment uh, practices cannot cannot do anything right they cannot um, uh, see new patients at all. Uh, so we actually had uh, a huge amount of orders coming yep. in already uh, because uh, they just want to get started, right? They want to stay in touch with their community, help them with, with solutions, uh, and that way also keep their own practice uh, financially healthy. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we set the system up in a way so that we can uh, always remotely update awesome. the system. Uh, so if bone production is the next step, then uh, we make sure that we can add that to the system remotely. Yeah, I guess that's... So that they don't need to change. Yeah, that's one yeah, of the um, advantages the of being a software company that you're able to um, constantly update in the back end and um, just allow audiologists to add new devices and new add-ons as you new go. Features. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're globally active. We're a global company. Uh, so um, uh, you don't want to be involved with too much uh, logistic uh, challenges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I guess that point's really important that we're currently in quite a um, challenging situation and there's not really any solutions out there at the moment. Um, there are some solutions produced by the hearing aid companies, but they're quite limited because they're just in situ hearing aid um, tests and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, and, and what we're also seeing is that there are some solutions, but we, we uh, really want, um, uh, so we've been, uh, two weeks ago, we immediately started customers and discussing like, okay, what should this solution look like uh, when we uh, started developing it? And uh, we want to allow them to be flexible. Like there, there's practices who are saying like, okay, for this first hearing check, um, uh, we want it uh, also to work offline, for example, so that people can can do it fully unassisted. But there's also practices who say like, okay, we want a 4G solution and uh, we're only going to do this via uh, video consultation. Uh, we, we basically want to offer both, uh, both options. So we want to be as flexible as possible uh, towards the, the practices. Um, and obviously, uh, uh, at every flexibility that we add, we're looking at, at the scalability and the maintenance uh, perspective. Uh, we're looking at it from a scalability and maintenance perspective, uh, perspective as well. But so far, we've been able to find a way that actually serves uh, all the needs that, that uh, the practices have, uh, given the technology that we offer. Yeah. So let's see an example. 
an audiologist orders this, it comes into the clinic. Um, what do you, what do they do from there? What's, what's the process from there? Or what's some solutions that uh, you've what, um, seen your customers using or seen them interested in using? Yeah, so, so, so what do they do from there? Uh, as mentioned, uh, we, we want them to use it in, the, in a way that best matches uh, their preferred yep. way of working. Um, so um, obviously it's important to, to, to get this box shipped to um, your, your uh, new clients. Uh, and uh, what we're mostly seeing is this combination with the web screening so that uh, they stay in touch with their communities online, for example, via advertising online. And, uh, and then via the website, they offer a first initial okay. screening. Uh, and based on that, the practice can, you know, the professional can see if, if, if they would normally uh, follow up on someone or not. Um, and then optionally, they could um, uh, schedule uh, a phone consultation, um, uh, but that's basically uh, also up to them. And then if they really feel like, okay, this, is an, this would be an interesting new client for us, uh, this is someone who would who we would normally invite for an appointment, then they ship the box uh, towards this client uh, so that they can, you know, without uh, the need to physically interact, um, uh, do a hearing aid uh, intake. Um, and they can ship it in, in multiple ways, like they can do it themselves, they can use shipping services, uh, and, uh, they could uh, maybe uh, look at some, some pickup drop-off uh, option. Yeah, and I think it's really important, uh, what uh, you said before, that they first do the hearing screening and then they get a phone call by the audiologist because you first have to qualify the customer and see whether they're even um, appropriate for it because rolling out this box and rolling out this solution for customers who wouldn't normally get a hearing aid um, would definitely be a financial toll on the, on the audiology clinics as well as a logistical nightmare if they're constantly having to do this for unnecessary clients. Yeah, yeah. So you definitely want to be sure that uh, this this um, a potential new client is is interested in um, in um, a hearing uh, assessment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, just looking at my notes, seeing whether there's anything else we missed. Yeah, there was maybe like uh, uh, what I, what I do. Um, uh, the, the the previous question is um, well, we're we're currently seeing. Um, that uh, there is uh, a lot of people that don't have access to um, uh, to hearing services um, where uh, they are already already because like obviously uh, this as mentioned in the beginning it's a vulnerable audience they are already uh, somewhat socially isolated uh, and if you're depending on on uh, staying in touch with people via your phone for example uh, that can be that can be challenging right yeah. and that could also uh, uh, now, um, um, mean that people are are uh, or start looking for a solution now. Um, so that's what we want to help uh, the practices and and the um, uh, the hearing impaired people with uh, to ensure that um, uh, they they uh, can have a solution for that now or can get a new solution for that. Yeah, I think it's really important because um, I recently got my grandma hearing aids, um, the Cygnus Delta Connects. And yeah. unfortunately, they don't pair with the phone because it's Android. Ah, uh, <laughs> um, okay. And she was asking me the other day. That's pity. Yeah. Um, hey, do I have to use earphones every time I want to listen to music on my phone? I'm like, 
yes <laughs> so i yeah and she right. was yeah. like oh yeah i went through the bluetooth settings i went through the settings and i i couldn't get it working i'm like oh yeah it doesn't connect with your phone so i'm possibly getting the stream mic um for her to try and help her with that i think it's really to see if that yeah i think that proves two things that um the elderly population are getting more tech savvy they are know how, knowing True. how to... She has an Android phone. <laughs> and she knows how to connect Bluetooth and she knows how to connect this and that and she knows that there's a problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's cool. That's amazing. Yeah. And she's yeah. wanting to listen so, to but, music but... on a phone. Um, so she's like, I need a yeah. solution for this. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah and that, that's that's um, uh, exactly what we're seeing and, and that's what we hear practices telling us as well. Um, uh, like when we started, um, there was still a large group of, group of um, um, clients that they had who didn't have a smartphone, uh, but now they they can really uh, see that um, 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 there there's many smartphone users among uh, among their clients, especially the the new clients that they're getting in. Yeah, I guess five years really changes a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, things are going very fast now, and and we we want to help practices to to keep up with that pace. Awesome! Thanks so much, Vince, for joining us again today. Last question before I let you go: What has been the biggest lesson in business over the last five or longer since you've had a business before that? Um, what's been the biggest yeah. lesson you've learned over all these fruitful years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's been um, it's been uh, fourteen years now. Um, what what's the most important uh, lesson? I think is to um, uh, be in touch with uh, your your uh, target audience as as much and as early as possible, um, in order to uh, be sure that you're you're coming up with technology that actually adds value, that is actually uh, solving a problem. Um, and uh, I think what we can add to that now, uh, given the past uh, two to three weeks, is flexibility, um, right? Uh, being agile, make sure that um, uh, you help practices with uh, uh, being uh, flexible and agile as well. Uh, and also there, obviously, the first thing that we did was starting to call some customers and say, like, okay, uh, this is what we're planning to do to help you with the current struggle that you have. Um, uh, what should we do to help you with a solution that you know really actually adds value for you? So I think that's that's uh, the most important lesson. So don't uh, stay inside for too long uh, developing your uh, technology, but really uh, go out there as early as possible. Uh, maybe do some field tests with um, uh, uh, initial clients yeah. and be sure that they're involved in um, developing the, uh, the the technology that you're building. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I think some companies can often get boxed in and be producing solutions for the sake of producing solutions without consulting the clients or um, exactly, the yeah. consumer. But yeah. yeah, I think the success of your company yeah. has really been, um, uh, well, that, that ethos has been really, um, really, um, evident in your company and success of your company over the past five years. Thanks. That's uh, that's uh, a great compliment. That's great to hear. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're, um, we're growing uh, uh, very fast now, which can sometimes be uh, rather overwhelming. Uh, but I'm uh, really proud of the team that we have so far, uh, especially looking at the last two weeks. 
Uh, we've been working around the clock uh, to come up with a solution, and if then within two weeks you can come up with something uh, tangible, something that really um, uh, helps our customers. Uh, that's um, um, uh, yeah, we're we're really uh, uh, well. I'm actually really proud of that. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Vince, so much for joining us again today. Um, for anybody who wants to contact you. you or contact your team about the hearing screening or the Clementine Home System, where can they find you? Uh, they can find us um, via our website, obviously. That's uh, that's www.askclementine.com. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're all, they can also reach us via email. The email is on the website or, or give us a call. Uh, there's a chat on the website. Um, uh, whatever uh, people feel most comfortable with interacting with us, uh, they should be able to, to reach us that way. <laughs> awesome. Um, thank you once again for watching um, this episode of the show. Um, hope you enjoyed it. I really enjoyed speaking, speaking with Vince today. Um, I think he gave an amazing insight into the state of the industry and the state um, that the whole healthcare industry is in at the moment with the COVID-19 outbreak. Um, yeah, thank you all for watching. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for uh, having me, Mark. Thank you so much.